Good morning, everybody. Uh, as Frank said, my name's Brian Meyer, and I have to admit I'm excited and also a bit nervous. Uh, the reason I'm a bit nervous is I'm used to speaking in front of people. As Frank said, I'm a school teacher. I'm an elementary school teacher. So the people that I'm accustomed to speaking in front of are about this tall. So literally, this is a bigger audience today. So hang with me. Everything will go fine. Um, I moved here um, last August. And um, when I moved here, I knew that I wanted to get involved in a spiritual community. And I was at a Unitarian Universalist congregation in Bowling Green, Kentucky. So probably right now the light bulb has went in, went on. Aha, the accent, it all makes sense. But you'd be wrong because I'm actually from Indiana. I grew up in Indiana. But somehow, some way where I grew up, we're very twangy. So that's that's where the accent came from. Um, when I lived in, in Kentucky, nobody ever said anything. But as soon as I moved here, I had quite a few people come up to me and say, where are you from? So when I was living in Kentucky, I could I could pass as a native. But here, not so. Um, but I definitely knew that I wanted to get involved um, in a spiritual community uh, to deepen my connections with people in the area. So the first thing I did, as many people do today, when you look for information, you go online. And I saw the, the Wellsprings website. And funny enough, what instantly attracted me to want to come here and visit was a picture on the website. And it had a picture of people blowing bubbles. It was one of the, one of the Sundays where, where everybody was, was blowing bubbles. And what attracted me to that was, is that this was a community that didn't take itself so seriously. Uh, spirituality can be a solemn occasion, uh, but I think if we let, if we don't invite the, the joyous moments into our lives, I think we miss out on the, on the bigger, complete uh, idea of spirituality. And I've also, along my journey, the, the people that I've met uh, who, to me, are very spiritual people are the ones who can laugh the easiest also. Uh, so that's what, what drew me in. So I came here um, one Sunday in September, and I've been here ever since. Um, as I've continued on in, in the time that I've been here, um, something that really resonates with me are the messages that, that Ken gives each Sunday. And to me, again, it offers that full spectrum of, of what it is to be a spiritual person. I think it's very easy to want to look at the highs and kind of get attached to the highs of, of what life can offer us and, and let go or ignore the, the lows or the down moments. But what I hear him talk about every week is that as human beings, that is who we are, the full spectrum, the highs and the lows. And that if we if we don't acknowledge and be with those low moments, then we're missing out on part of what it is to be a human being and to be fully human. Um, so, again, my time here has just deepened uh, myself as, as a person. And then last fall, I was fortunate enough to get involved in, in Springboard. And it was the Wellsprings 2.0 was listening to our lives. And 
It was an amazing experience. I wouldn't call it life changing. I called it I think of it as life deepening. And the reason I think of it as as deepening is that we came together as as a group of people that provided a, a safe community for us all. And in that in that safe community, we were able to explore our lives again, the good, the bad. And and in those in that safe community, the things that were the deepest in us that we may have been afraid to share, we were able to bring forth. And I, I think oftentimes for myself, I'm so much up in my head and my thoughts, and it's only thoughts that I have. But when I'm able to voice it and bring it out into the material world, I think it grounds me deeper into my sense of being. And that's what the, the community uh, provided for me during the, the springboard last fall. So after that was finished, of course, it, it whetted my appetite to want more of springboards. So with this spring, when the, the new list came out, I saw painting from the heart. And that was the one that jumped out at me right away. And the reason that it jumped out at me is that my experience with art has basically been doodling on the margins of a paper, usually listening to a lecture in college or high school. And that was that was about the extent of it. And um, drawing, painting, making art to me always seemed to be this mystery uh, that some people got it, but some people don't. And if you're fortunate, fortunate enough to have it, well, you've got it. And if you don't, you'll never get it. Um, but I came across a book a few years ago. It was called Drawing from the Right Side of the Brain. And that book, it lifted the veil of mystery for me. And if some of you are familiar, the hemispheres of our brain, the right and left side, the right side of the brain is more of the, the holistic way of seeing the artistic side, whereas the left side of the brain is the logical linear side of our brain. And so much of our lives is lived in that left side of the brain, language, uh, dualistic thinking, right, wrong, yes, no, that sort of thinking. Whereas when we access the right side of our brain, we start to see things um, in a more holistic way and language actually drops away. And that's one of the things that I noticed when I um, I did some of the exercises in the books in the book is that I noticed a shift in my perception. And and as I started to draw, I noticed the chatter in my mind went away. I noticed time dropped away and all I was doing was drawing. And it was a wonderful experience. And if some of you have hobbies or something where you become really in, involved in it and that sense of time drops away, that's when you access the, that right side or art, artistic side of your mind. And, and it was it was just a wonderful feeling to just be in the moment and nothing else mattered. But, of course, life happens. And I did I did the exercises in the book and it was fun for a while. But then I got going and doing other things in my life and it it dropped away. So when this opportunity to take the painting class happened, I wanted to to jump on it and and get in the class right away. And I was fortunate enough to be one of the uh, people in the class. So when the class started, I can't remember, was it February or March? uh, The teacher in the class is, is Mick McAndrews, and he is a wonderful, wonderful teacher. 
Uh, and the reason I say that is because some of the aspects that he brings to the um, to the classroom are he's humorous, he's caring, and it's safe. And as a teacher, I feel like in any kind of learning situation, if if you can create that kind of atmosphere, then the best of of the students or the learners is going to come out. And and he did that for us. And um, he had he had sayings that he would he would repeat often in classes, and we call them micisms. And uh, you know he would be painting and, and demonstrating at the beginning of class, and he would he would let go of some of these micisms. And all of all of the other people in the class, we'd all look at each other and we'd wink and smile and laugh. But one of the things that I remember from it, one of the things that, that he said was, each painting is a series of triumphs and failures. And as I continued on in the class, he was absolutely right. Each painting was a series of triumphs and failures. Everything would be going great. Great. And then all of a sudden I'd make a, a, a stroke of the brush and oh, it all fell apart or something was was not going so well. And then again, with a stroke, it all changed. And as I continued on with this week after week, what what I took from it was that that painting and making art is, is a metaphor for life. It's good sometimes. It's not so good sometimes. But not only that, but my perception of it, um, when I was painting, it was simply an experience of painting. But it was my perception of it that gave it meaning to me. And I take that in, in life also, that our experiences are just that. They're ex- experiences. But what is it that, how is it that we perceive it that gives us meaning? So that's that's something on a bigger level that I took away from the class. Uh, the other thing that, that I took away from the, the class was seeing. And what, what does it mean to see, to truly see? And for me, to truly see, you have to stop the chatter in your mind. And it's that accessing the right side of, of your mind is when you can truly see. And, and I think that plays out in our lives also in our relationships with with other people. Um, And it's not only seeing, but if we can truly be with another person and stop the the judgments, the comments, and just let go and be with each other in that moment. So, again, that's that's a broader theme that I took away from the painting class. Um, So definitely it's integrated art and life. Life and art are, are together. And I want to finish today um, with with bringing a, a book along. So, as again, I'm a teacher. So I've been teaching long enough. I think it's true for me that you can take the man out of the classroom, but you can't take the classroom out of the man. So I'm going to finish up with a storybook. And I want to apologize in advance that um, it's probably going to be difficult for people sitting towards the back to see the pictures but I think that the words in the story convey the, the message of it. So the title of it is I'm an Artist. It's by Pat Lowry Collins. I'm an artist when I follow a line where it leads me. 
I'm an artist when I find a face in a cloud or watch the light change the shape of a hill. I'm an artist when I discover shadows made by the moon or the trace of patterns in the sand or when I name the colors inside a shell. I'm an artist when I look through a sun shower for a rainbow. I'm an artist when I find one. I'm an artist when I notice that the sea is a mirror for the sky and when I make something from the things that I collect. I'm an artist when I shoot water loops in the air with the hose or discover pictures in drops of rain. I'm an artist when I cut an apple to see the star inside or when I watch sunlight turn dust to glitter. I'm an artist when I crunch through crusted snow and stop to gather winter's hush around me. I'm an artist when I look at a bird until I feel feathery, too, and at an orange until I know what it is to be perfectly round. I'm an artist when I run my fingers over a shiny pod or across the rough bark of a tree or when I blow a full-blown full blown milkweed and it splinters into tiny white puffs. Or when I pick up a maple tree seed and send it spinning back to earth by its twin propellers. I'm an artist when I see the sun comes up in a soft haze and goes down in a fiery blaze. I'm an artist when I wait for a star to streak through the night sky or when I sit very still in the woods and listen. I'm an artist whenever I look closely at the world around me and whenever you listen and search and see. You are an artist, too. So thank you. And again, our, I, I believe our definitions of art and, and artist are so narrow that that we're, we are all artists when we look and see. Thank you. Hi, my name's Angie. I hope everyone can hear me okay. I have terrible allergies, so please excuse me if I have a coughing fit. But uh, again, my name is Angie Andre, and I have been here at Wellsprings for about a year. I, again, like Brian, a lot of similarities to Brian. I searched for many years for something, a place that felt like it was home to me. Um, and after, you know, going online, I found Wellsprings. I grew up um, in a Protestant environment at a UCC church, very formal. And it just, you know, I went as a little girl. And as I grew up, I just it wasn't for me. I was it wasn't something I wanted. And I was so happy. It took many years. But as an adult to find Wellsprings, it just feels like a wonderful place for me. And it and it, I finally feel like I found my home. Um, let's see. Some of the attractions, like Brian said, um, the the um, the website, I was attracted to not only the picture of the bubbles, because I remember that one as well, but the springboards. 
um, any, I thought that any kind of a congregation that would offer that kind of, just a little higher, thank you, um, that would offer that kind of community or that um, the opportunity for the congregation to get together would be a wonderful place for me. The other thing that I was attracted to was the message. The values of Wellsprings just resonated with me and Ken's message. Um, we all love Ken's message, and, and that was just something that has kept me coming for over, I guess it's been just about over a year, a year and a few months now. Um, I have taken, uh, I took 1.0 as a springboard, I guess that's a springboard, and then Centering Prayer, that was one that helped me a lot. I have a background, a, a little bit of a background in meditation and yoga, but I just never could calm down calm the anxiety and let myself settle and the centering prayer with Carol and um, Becky sorry Carol and Becky was a wonderful experience to, to just help practice that centering practice that and to have a daily practice because that's what I think really makes the difference in, in my life and in everyone's life is to have something to do spiritually every day um, Next, it brought me to uh, painting with with uh, painting from the heart with Mick, and the, it was a watercolor class. And I came to it thinking, oh my gosh, I can't draw a straight line. I'm a crafty person, and I knit, and I can do sewing and things like that, but doodling, drawing, no. So I I emailed Maria and I said. Marie, are you sure this is something I can do? I said, I don't have any experience. She said, absolutely. If you're willing to come and you're willing to try, this is for you. And she was so right. So I came to the first class very nervous and thought, everyone else is going to be able to do this, and I'm not. But I was very wrong. We all came with different abilities, different skills, and different expectations. And... As Brian mentioned, Mick McAndrews is our teacher, and he, I think, brought us together and gave us such a good foundation of a safe place to show ourselves, to be open, to take risks, and just to try. You know, we all have different abilities and different skills and different things we bring, but this group, we all came together. I think we became great friends, and we're very supportive of each other and what they and what our art was. And I think that's what's so special about Wellsprings and the um, the springboards because we get to make connections with people that we don't get to make sitting here. We're only here once a week for an hour and we have that time before and after where we can talk with each other. But this, you know, in our springboards, but no matter what they are, we can have an hour, two hours every week for a period of time. And I think that's really what makes what makes this congregation special. Um, I learned a lot about my creative self, that I do have more of a creative self than I had expected. And I, and I really became passionate about painting. I'm a librarian, so I have access all the time to books. So I got out all the books I could on painting, and I cleared off a section of the dining table, which still has, you know, my corner of it is covered with the paint and the paper, and the, it's a mess, but that's where I can go whenever I want. And it's always ready for me. So I've cultivated a practice myself, and I've got in touch with more parts of myself in a creative way that I'm, I'm very happy about. Um, and what our, our message that 
we are talking about, the art of seeing, um, that really resonates with my experience in, in the um, in the springboard because I started to look at things much differently. Um, I would be out somewhere and I'd have my camera or my phone and I would be taking pictures of trees and especially the buildings in Chester County because I love to draw and paint them. And I'd look at things and say, hmm, I can paint that or I could try that or look at that tree and you don't just you know a tree is not just a brown stick with a green ball on top anymore like it used to be when we were little right now you look at the tree and there's blues in it in the bark and there's reds and yellows in the leaves and when we take a closer look at it that's how you know creatively I can try or do my best to mimic that what nature has given us um I think that we can translate that seeing, seeing a tree in a different way or a house, but we can translate that into our lives, looking at friends in a different way or relationships or nature or just things that are going on in our lives. So the uh, art of seeing, I invite everybody here to just think about the way you look at things, the way you may look at relationships, the way you may look at nature and if you tweak it just a little bit how different can it be how may you be able to see something a little bit differently and what I would like to end with is we have a slideshow of some of the folks in our class of our art so I'm very pleased and proud to present the slideshow for our painting of the heart group thank you